How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Update for Friday, August the 6th. It is the end of the week, my friends, and that means actually lots of news and video games today. Let's jump into it. Uh, first of all, we have the financials from the Embracer Group, which is always very exciting because they always do a ton of acquisitions. So this time around, they did uh, eight acquisitions. Definitely the most important one is the acquisition of Crazy Labs, which is a mobile developer. They bring in lots of revenue. They also acquired Ghost Ship Games, who are the people who did Deep Rock Galactic, and 3D Realms, very old school company there. So they spent about $300 million on these companies, and if they hit performance targets, they'll spend another $200 million over the course of the next eight years. What does this mean for you? Well, not all that much besides, you know, if you're a fan of any of these developers, then they're going to have a little bit more support moving forward. We also had the financial report of Nintendo, and the numbers aren't all that interesting. I mean, they are down year over year, but that's mostly because they did so well during COVID last year. That seems to be the case for most gaming companies. But really what I'm interested in is the number of Nintendo Switches which have been sold, because the all-time worldwide total has gotten to 89 million. This now makes it the seventh best-selling console of all time, beating out the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And Nintendo is predicting that they're going to sell another 20 million units between now and next year, which is going to make it the fifth best-selling console of all time, beating out the Wii and the original PlayStation. So, still full steam ahead with the console, and uh, man, for something that's only five years old, it's doing extraordinarily well. Speaking of Nintendo, Mario Golf Super Rush is going to be getting a free update, which should be available today. And it's going to be adding a ton of content. Uh, they now have ranked matches, so it's a new game mode. They're adding Toadette as a new character. She's always very popular in, in these games. Uh, they're adding a new map, which is pretty funny. It's called New Donk City. That's referring to Donkey Kong, but it's, uh, it's like a metropolitan city kind of thing. And apparently they've also had some improved motion controls. That's all we know for now, but they said that they're going to have more updates later this year. Hey, if you're a PC gamer, you should head over to the Epic Game Store right now and pick up some free games. The first one is A Plague Tale Innocence, which is a tremendous game. I've talked about it a few times on this show. It's about a brother and sister trying to survive the Spanish Inquisition and like the supernatural plague. Very good game. And then you're also able to download a game called Minute, which is M-I-N-I-T. A very fun indie game, which is all about playing the game 60 seconds at a time. I recommend both, and uh, yeah, have fun. Okay, folks, and the last thing I want to talk about today comes from Polygon, because they released a report about a company called Fulbright. You might recognize them from games like Gone Home and Tacoma, and they recently announced a game called Open Roads. Now, this article is particularly notable because it is basically talking about the co-founder of the studio, Steve Gaynor, stepping down from his role as the head of the studio because of how he treated his staff, particularly the women. So over the last two years, they've had 15 employees leave the studio, which leaves them with only six people uh, today. Polygon spoke to 12 of the people who left since 2019, and as mentioned, the majority of them were women. Because it turns out, Steve Gaynor was not a great person to work with. It was described as controlling, demeaning. One of them described it like this, quote, This is going to sound like a joke, but I'm completely serious. Working for him often felt like working for a high school mean girl. 
His go-to weapon was to laugh at people's opinions and embarrass them in front of other people. End quote. Now, apparently Gaynor stepped down from his role back in March, but he's still at the company. He's still a writer for the team on the upcoming game Open Roads, which former employees have had concerns about because the game is about a mother and a daughter, two women, and the whole reason he had to step down in the first place was because he wasn't treating women well. Apparently, there's also this weird dynamic because they have to stay in communication with their publisher, Annapurna Interactive, who are trying to support them as, as well as they can. And in fact, they are acting as the mediator between Gaynor and the people who are left at Fulbright. He doesn't have any interaction with them. Not sure why that's happening, but anyway. That is the basic lowdown. I do think it's an important thing to know if you were considering buying open roads. And it just really goes to show how toxicity in the gaming culture is not exclusive to the major publishers. It's also at an indie level. And just to be totally clear, unlike the recent controversies at major publishers, uh, he was not accused of sexual harassment. Anyway, folks, I know a bit grim to end it on, but that is where we're going to end it. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated. I'm going to be back this weekend with some variety shows, back with the news on Monday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It is the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Yeah, really, really weird situation, I would say. Um, you know, it's not often that you hear that somebody has stepped down from their role and, like, not totally leave the company, especially when it comes to things like sexism, discrimination. And at a certain point, I just start to wonder, like, why even go through all that trouble? I mean, you were outed by dozens of employees who were upset with the way that you managed. They all left. It was like a mass exodus. And so you decide to step down for it, or or you're forced out in some capacity, at least. Why do you stay with the company? And how is this working relationship where you just talk through a third party? Like, how does that work? I don't know. It's, um, I mean, maybe the, the most understandable scenario would just be that, hey, you know, you got to make money. You got to make a living. And obviously, there's lots of different ways to do that. But I could imagine if, if myself, if I was uh, thrust into a position where I had to unexpectedly look for new work. I don't know. I, I guess my point is, is it's not always that simple. Not that I'm trying to apologize on this guy's behalf. It's just, it's not always an easy answer. Uh, hey, you know what's up with me today? I am celebrating four years with Shelby, my partner. It's our four-year anniversary. Go us. So uh, we're actually doing something fun. We're, we're, well, when we first got together, Shelby did a lot of open mics. She's a bit of a performer. And so we're going to our local, you know, cafe to a lady who tends to run these open mics. And she signed up for a slot and, uh, you know, we're going to go eat there, have a night out on the town. It's going to be fun. We, uh, we actually had this yearly tradition going for at least a little bit. Uh, one of our first dates, we went to a local pizzeria, like the good pizza, not the takeout pizza kind of thing. And then uh, we went to a movie. And I don't, I don't, <laughs> I have a horrible memory. I can't remember if that was like one of the first things we did when we got together or if the first time we did that was on our anniversary. But either way, we just started to do that at, at, every, at every anniversary. We went to a specific pizza place, to a specific indie movie theater, and, uh, you know, it just kind of became our thing. And then during COVID, we, like, replicated it in our house. We had to get takeout pizza delivery. But we got the fancy uh, delivery pizza, and we put on a movie. And then, I, I don't know, I guess we kind of just forgot about our anniversary this year. We didn't really think about it. 
she signed up to the open mic before she realized. And then she's like, oh, wait a second. That's our anniversary. So we're doing something different this year. But oh, well, that's okay. I'm hoping that by this time next year, we're in a completely different country, setting new traditions, <laughs> seeing the world, you know? Oh, here's another thing. Speaking of Shelby. Um, so Shelby and I have been together for four years. And I have been at my current job for one year. It's been a whole year since I got that job. I can't believe it. It went so fast. And um, basically, I guess they give like gift cards to people for every year that they're at the company or something like that. So I got I got like a, a gift card. And so I started trying to figure out what I was going to do with this gift card. I thought we could do something fun. And I remembered when when Shelby and I went to the board game store to pick up the most recent one that I got. She landed her eyes on a Star Wars game because she's this huge Star Wars nerd, except it was exactly what she was looking for. It's called Outer Rim, and it's all about being a bounty hunter, a smuggler. You know, Han Solo was her favorite when she was a kid, and she's always been looking for a video game which would do that for her. You know, some kind of Star Wars bounty hunter game, which I think is out there, but it's definitely not recent. And so then when she saw it on the shelves of the board game store, her eyes just lit up. So I was thinking about getting something like that. But then I read reviews of the game and it wasn't like, you know, people weren't super high on it. So and I also just shouldn't buy board games. We shouldn't own a lot of stuff. But I I don't know. I got to figure out what I'm going to do with this. You know, I want to do something fun. Oh, well, I'll figure it out. Uh, Folks, thanks for being here. Hope you're doing well. Hope you have a great weekend. I got to figure out what I'm doing this weekend. And uh, hey, I'll be back with you tomorrow. So until then, farewell.